Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I am joined by the boat, the space Jesus, Billy Starks, hashtag never lost. So how are you today? Um, I'm doing really, really good. Just exhausted because I'm busy as ever. <laughs> yes, you, my friend, you have like even just in the last couple of days, like you've been on the PWI Women's 150. You just had a dream match announced of yours, which we'll get into a bit later. But I mean, we are still hot on the heels of the release of the 2022 PWI Women's 150 issue with you coming in at the impressive number 52, which, by the way, you skyrocketed up 50% in the rankings compared to last year. So how are you feeling knowing you kind of, I mean, essentially, I guess you improved by 50% in like you're in the top 52 in the entire world. How amazing is that? It's really crazy to me, but I feel like in the moment, I don't realize those things until it's like put in front of me. Um, and it was like good for me to see like mentally because it's like, oh, I am improving, even though like in my brain, I'm just doing the same old thing sometimes. Um, but it's very, very like encouraging and motivating to me to see that growth that I've made. <laughs> yeah, I I have told you like personally, and I'm sure other people have, but like, honestly, it's kind of scary how good you are right now when I wouldn't even say that you've reached your peak yet. Like you still have all these years left in front of you and you are already like topping the charts out here. So I have nothing but high hopes for you. Obviously you have some exciting stuff coming up, some that we know about, some that we don't. But I mean, reflecting on this last year, we have a watch list here on WrestleZone. So, I mean, over the last year or so, is there been a particular match of yours that stands out or one that you feel really proud of and why? Um, Probably me and Nick Wayne uh, from earlier this year. I wrestled him on his birthday. Yes. Um, and leading up to it, we were super, super excited. Um, and I feel like I've just grown a super great connection with him. Um, he's became one of my best friends through wrestling and he deals with like a lot of the same things I do of being like a kid in wrestling and like the judgment you get, even though you're trying to do great things, people always have something critical to say. Um, but when we got to wrestle the day before I was wrestling Ruby Soho, which was yes. another fantastic match and I was super happy with it. Um, but I traveled from Iowa all the way to New Jersey in a car, um, <laughs> How long of a drive was that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was long. Um, I want to say like 12 hours. Yeah. Might have been a little bit shorter, a little bit longer than that around that ball range. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Go on. It was crazy. But I showed up. And I feel like Nick was stressed because I literally got there right before doors <laughs> opened. And we had all these crazy ideas. And um, he was like, are you sure we want to do this? We didn't practice this. And I was like, Nick, we got this. We're, we're, <laughs> I know you, you know me. Um, and that was like our second match that we had because we wrestled on the West Coast at one yeah. point and now we finally got to wrestle again. Um, and we improved so much since then. Um, and I truly feel like it was one of my best matches and I had so much fun doing it. Um, and it just meant a lot to me. Um, so that's definitely one of my callbacks. Um, shout out Nikki Wayne. <laughs> yeah, you and Nick are taking over. Obviously, you had that amazing match against Ruby Soho. I mean, you also got to wrestle Maki Ito. Like the list goes on and on. You're at nine. Are you are you at 19 states now, or did you reach 20 yet? Um, I think I reached 20. Um, I might be a little bit 
I think I can hit 21 maybe. Okay. Um, I think it's 20 now and then it will be 21. By the end I was of like, year. I have okay. my map in my living room to keep okay. me up to date. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully in the near future, I know barring restrictions, we get you over here in New York. Um, I'm ready. Well, I've seen you wrestle in person. I should say that I've, I've actually seen you wrestle during Dallas weekend. Um, and I saw you in uh, Nashville. You weren't wrestling, but hopefully we get you here in New York where I am soon. 2023 is right around the corner. So let's just keep adding to that list, Billy. Mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> I can't wait for the day that I can say I've wrestled in every state in the U.S., but whew, it's close. It's close. I just have to turn 18 already. <laughs> I know. It, it's coming It's coming up in a few short weeks in the next month or so, so I'm excited for that. But, I mean, you are a wrestler officially, not only on the PWI Women's 150, but also on the 500 list as well. So, I mean, how going into next year now, how do you think you will or have better or elevate yourself even more so you can keep – Keep climbing up those ranks, Billy. Just keep doing crazier and crazier things in my brain. Um, But I feel like I just need more time in the ring because I'm one of those people I feel like I've started to like drag because I've been so busy with school, college, all of these crazy things because I'm getting prepared for college this year. Um, And I started a part-time job, so my schedule has became... Oh my gosh. So now not only do you have wrestling school, I mean, prepping for college, trust me, you have to prep like the fall semester, like a whole year before everything. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, outside of um, wrestling, like you're good at photography. I don't know if that's the route you're going for maybe college. What route are you brainstorming for your like program? I'm kind of set on business and marketing um, just because I feel like it would be something that would truly help me with wrestling. And it is a fallback plan that I would actually enjoy if my body did ever give out to yeah. me. Knock on wood, that will never happen. Because <laughs> uh, I try to take good care of myself. Um, but I found a program online so I can continue traveling, business and marketing. And then Louisville, Kentucky actually offers a really great program for um, colleges called Evolve 502 and it pays for your tuition for the first two years and it still is allowed to do that with online classes and I was like less money I have to spend <laughs> yeah trust me I get it that's the reason I didn't go to grad school because I was already in so much debt from my bachelor's program but there's there's a few number of wrestlers like Deanna Prowse and Steve Macklin come off the top of my head who are like in school right now online and doing wrestling and of course you have a part-time job on top of that kudos to you my friend I know you are fully capable of it just I'm curious though so young though too how have you been dealing with like burn feelings of burnout because you were just saying you have a whole calendar I totally get it but how do you personally deal with any instances of burnout so I honestly didn't have like my first burnout experience until like a couple months ago really yeah so I was just overwhelmed with like stress and I was exhausted and I was like, I just feel like I can't do anything. (laughs) Um, And I finally got through all of that. um, And I feel like it was honestly my support system I have. Um, I have a great significant other and my family who all took care of me because they could just see me being like, oh my God, I can't do anything. I'm just going to push it. So they help me out a lot. And I feel like time is truly what heals me. And 
it's hard for me to take a break because it's like I don't want to stop what I'm doing and stop my progress. Yeah. Um, but I did take a whole weekend off and I was like I rested and I finally got back into like the groove of things and I was like I feel so much better. And it's one of those things I don't want to, but sometimes it's truly what I needed. Yeah, it's it's so hard when we're conditioned in like this, in just in life in general, like this hustle culture. Like I totally feel that, like doing a million different things and like not wanting to take a day off because for some reason there's this like irrational fear that you'll like you'll fall down the slopes, even if it's just for a day, you know. But yeah. sometimes we need to rest and recover. R and R, they say. So you bounced back. You deserve a weekend off. I'm glad you took it and. Here we are now. You are climbing up the ranks. You have so much to be proud of. I'm so excited. Uh, like, I feel like I finally have, like, not so much I'm hiding now because I was, like, hiding my Japan trip and hiding yeah. future coming things. And I was like, oh, my God, I just need to tell somebody about this. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned having, like, a good support system. Obviously, your family, your significant other, especially, like, navigating professional wrestling as, like, a young performer isn't always easy. And you mentioned one of them earlier, but I'm curious, have you talked with other younger talents like a Nick Wayne, a Marcus Mathers, and Alice Crowley, who you're familiar with? Or can you tell me more about that dynamic of navigating wrestling so young? I was really talking about Nick with like the Japan trip stuff because he went with GCW for all that jazz. And I was like, what did you think? He was like, you're going to have a blast. You're going to fit in. You're going to love it. And he was giving me like little tips. And I also reached out to Brett Lauderdale because he organized that whole trip. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I heard you had this little QR code thing. So I don't have to carry around a bunch of paperwork. What's that QR thing that you had? Um, because everybody was jealous of him when they went to the airport and he just had to pull out his phone yeah. and scan this. Everybody else is like, here's my papers. Here's my papers. <laughs> Interesting. See, I'm glad that you have so many people that are like surrounded by yourself. I feel like, I feel like at least according to cage match, Alice is the one you face the most, I think in your career really? so far yeah it said like uh it was like 18 or 19 matches that you guys had like wrestled either together or against so i think alice would be the most for you i think i i feel like that's crazy because <laughs> it's probably her or charlie or because yeah, i yeah. feel like they're all pretty high up there because in the beginning of my career i was wrestling them a bunch yeah. and then later on sky and me had like a whole run of matches where we are just wrestling each other every other weekend you know what we're gonna get down to the bottom of it right now we're gonna get down <laughs> to it so according to cage match i know that uh alice crowley was 19 matches i believe so we're gonna check on sky though just to get our facts straight so this is this is live to you coming <laughs> right now whoever is like watching i can't this. keep up with all of it Sky blue let's see let's see let's take let's take bets no so like it's you it says you and sky have only been nine times wow unless okay. there is though some like independent shows that don't get re get recorded on cage match i'm sure it's plus mm -hmm. or minus a few um but at least according officially it is alice crowley <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy because i feel like we've wrestled so much and yeah. we're about to wrestle again like this sunday at summit pro wrestling in mm -hmm. indianapolis and I feel like we just, we know each other at this point. That's like, okay, this will be fun. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, not everything in wrestling is fun or ever easy. Like we said, what do you think has been maybe the biggest challenge you faced in relation to pro wrestling so far? And how do you think you overcame it? 
Um, honestly, just like taking care of my body. And I feel like I was one of those people for like the longest time. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Because I'm a very stubborn person. And I was like, I can push through anything. And I have a very high pain tolerance. So I was like not dealing with it because I was like, oh, I'll just go mm-hmm. away. Um, and in my young brain, I was like, my body will keep healing. Um, so now like getting to the point where I know that like regular stretching, regular doing this and like working out it truly helps my body and I don't feel like crap right after stuff. So usually when I get into the ring, you'll see me stretch my legs now right before. And like, usually in the back, you'll see me do like a quick little yoga thing right before my matches, as long as I have time. (laughs) Yeah. You, I think, I think you mentioned in another interview, I think it was not acupuncture, but chiropractor. I've never been to one. I, I, I need to, because I feel like just I, everything is just sore and it just, it's just not fun. So he fixed me up so good and I can finally like move my neck, mm-hmm. Go move on, my go neck on. around and like not feel any pain. And he, like, when I first started going was like, Oh, how, how old are you? What are you <laughs> Um, but he was like, okay, I'll fix you up. And after like a couple months of doing it and I did like maintenance care for a bit and I slowly stopped because I was like, oh, as long as I keep up with my body now, I don't have to do this. Um, and it's helped me out so much. And I was like, shout out the chiropractors because they truly be fixing up my body where I'm not having aching pain every day. And I just think it's normal. Not feeling like you have the back (laughs) of an 80 year old. I feel like that every single day. (laughs) I'm so serious. I'm only 25, but internally I feel like I'm like 80 sometimes, honestly. And I'm sure you felt that way too at times, especially with the physicality of what you do. But you mentioned obviously some exciting debuts coming up, which the one we'll get to later. At the time of recording this though, you will be making your official women's wrestling army debut in Chicago, which I know you've been wanting to join for a hot minute. So how do you feel about joining the all women's promotion WWA? Um, I'm really excited about it and I feel like it's a great promotion. I love what they're trying to do there by representing more women's wrestling. Um, so I think it's going to be a great opportunity for me. And then also I feel like they're trying to run it like TV, which will be another great aspect for me. I feel like I'm trying to get more prepared for that aspect of wrestling. I've gotten so used to independent wrestling. It was like, you're wrestling for the crowd there and then sometimes the cameras. Um, so I'm trying to learn both worlds. Um, so I feel like that's going to be a great learning experience for me. I'm so excited to see how, whatever you end up doing that weekend. I think it's going to be, I, I feel like just everything like Maria is doing, you have obviously a lot of vets there like Deanna Prazo, Tasha Steeles, like the names go on and on. So I'm excited to see you join because I don't, oh, Obviously, you're the girl fight champ. You actually have do have some experience. You've wrestled in Flawless, too. You do have some experience in all women's promotions. But TV is like a whole other element. So I'm excited to see what you do. We'll have to, we'll have to stay tuned for when they air. But you are definitely in good company, surrounded by great female talent, which, speaking of, not too long ago, you took a widow's peak from wrestling legend Victoria at the Mall of America, where she was a special guest referee in your match. So, I mean, what was the experience like working with her and the moment that you took her iconic finisher? I honestly was so excited because I was like, oh, this is going to be like a fun move to take and I was going to have fun with it. Um, 
And when I took it, it like popped my lower back because it had like one spot in my back that's been tight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, and I like stretch and I did everything. And as soon as she hit it, it cracked my back. And I was like, relief. Oh, my God. I'll take this move every week. (laughs) Thank you, Victoria. (laughs) Mouse just saw I like laid down and I smiled for a second. And he's like, what are you smiling about? I was like, it just cracked my back that was great he was like stop it (laughs) as I'm like rolling out of the ring Mm -hmm. um but she was such a fantastic lady to be around um and I feel like I got a lot of information from her and like her experience with wrestling when she was just uh chilling with us in the locker room she was telling us like why she quit wrestling and like certain stories and it was crazy to listen to because she was like listening to me like talk about our match and she was like, oh my God, like, you guys are crazy. This was not like my generation at all. And she was like, then I tried to keep up with your generation and my body couldn't. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, well, I feel like I have something to learn about that of like, I don't need to go crazy every night. <laughs> yeah. What were some of, you mentioned, obviously you, you kind of learned just from hearing from her. I, I work with her on God TV and all that. So I talk to her very frequently, but I not really. So in like the, the wrestling aspect. So what was something that maybe else that you learned from her or really took away? You think. Um, Definitely her talk about like TV and moments. Like I have this idea of like moments that I'm creating in each match that I do. Um, and she had like small critiques about our match that I was like, oh my God, you're right. And it's stuff that I wouldn't previously like think about. Mm-hmm. And when she said stuff like that, it kind of clicked for me when I started doing other matches. And I was like, oh, okay, this kind of makes sense. It was like my brain finally, for some reason, was like, I get what other people are trying to say, just the way she explained it. I, that's so exciting to be able to like, intermingle with like generations and and learning so much and you yourself are kind of having a, a metamorphosis I would think in your career I mean morphing from kind of the blue gremlin into a new style a tribute to Japanese female wrestling as you put it which you debuted at the beginning of 2022 so can you I mean I'm very curious I remember seeing that I was like okay Billy I see you so can you tell us more about the process um of the change that you underwent pulling this whole look together with your hair your gear overall and kind of what prompted it um so I was honestly really ready for a change um and one thing especially for me was like my hair I was like I need my hair (laughs) fixed I was like I love the blue but it was like so hard to keep up with and I was like I just want something different and I was like I've done this for so long what what can I change to that people are still going to resonate with me and I wanted to keep some of me that was like there with that so Mm -hmm. I came up with the idea of like my hair and I had the idea of my gear for a while and I was just like okay let me make this mean more with like an entire change and the new year show I was like new year new me it will all tie in together um and the gear popped up because I honestly was just watching Japanese wrestling and I was yeah. like I love how they look that's what I aspire to look like look what can I do with my current gear that would be similar to this but still me so I tweaked some stuff and I was like oh I want my straps like I normally do this and then I'm gonna throw some crazy patterns on there and some flair and I was like okay this is what I want I love this 
Um, and it was kind of like a rush order. Shout out my gear designer. See, Allie. I wouldn't have even known that. Yeah, it was crazy because she was like, oh, my God, really? You're going to do it? I was like, yeah, please. I need it by this date. And she was like, I can make that happen. And I was like, OK, thank you. Is it and Allie then, Parker by chance? Yes. Yeah, OK. <laughs> go on I love her so much and she's done a phenomenal job on my gear um and then my hairdresser who's like local to me and her husband I met her through her husband who's a wrestling fan and also friends with my mom um and she like the week or like night before I hid my hair from everybody like uh Bean, no did you beanie it up it. I beanied <laughs> it up and I came in and no I kept like some of the blue out so like nobody suspected anything and I, I was like I'm gonna hide it until my match I'm gonna try my best and my hair designer literally that week uh stripped all the blue out of my hair in like one night I was there for like three hours three or four hours and she stripped it all out. We made it white. We dyed it blue. And then she was like, okay, I think you're good to go. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, go. I was so stressed because I was hiding it from like all of my friends and everything. I My best friend uh, outside of wrestling was the only one who knew like everything who was going on. Because I was like, hey, <laughs> this is my plan. Do you think I'm crazy? <laughs> No, go big or go home. I feel like it's still like you still have the part of you with the blue. It's still repping like previous iteration of Billy, still paying homage to that. It's I feel like the blue is just always part of you, you know? So, I mean, it, you have it in your gear, too. Like, how did you I don't know if the patterns were like random for you, but you, I think you have like a tiger pattern in there. There's like, like a lot of bejeweling going on in a lot of different colors. Did you decide on patterns purposely or is it just kind of like what you felt like you vibed with? So I came up with like the template and okay. then I went over to Ellie's house because it was a rush order and I picked out all of her scrap fabrics and I was like, I like this one, this one, this one, this one. And she was like, okay, I'll come up with something and put this together. And she, her creative process just saw my vision and made it work. And I was like, I love you, Ali. You freaking killed this. So I've recently just chosen like fabrics and I'm like just stick to the template have fun you choose where you want things to go because I feel like when gear designers have fun with making your gear it gets more creative and then it also like it's just more fun I feel mm -hmm. like when you give person people like more creative freedom um they can go above and beyond and Ali definitely did that with my gear and I'm so thankful for her you know, I have to tell you too, I've spoken, I love talking about ring gear. I've spoken with like, well, probably like three dozen people talking about ring gear and your name has come up a couple of times when talking about who we think has the best ring gear. And in my opinion, you were, you have one of the best silhouettes designs, like everything out there. And I feel like too, it aligns with like your vision and your like whole aesthetic going on right now. But from your perspective, I mean, obviously you take inspiration from Japanese wrestling. Who do you think has the best ring gear game or aesthetic in pro wrestling today? Ooh, doesn't have to be just one person. I should specify. That's so. hard. That's hard. <laughs> I I love um, Kevin Blackwood's just his whole aesthetic. It's so simple at times, mm -hmm. but like the way he presents it and like, I feel like it just fits him perfectly and everything he does, even though it is simple. Um, 
it's just a very great presentation. I feel I like don't it, know why. It, it fits with him. He so he was like the local champ where I am right now before he lost it a couple months ago. So I've seen him wrestle in person a few times. And I have to agree with you. I feel like I mean it fits him too. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like it just fits his vibe and just like correlates well too. I completely agree. I love Lainey Lux new gear, her like purple set. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just saw it on her and I was like, that looks great on you. And I hadn't seen her in a while and she wore it and I was like is that new she was like yeah do you like it and I was like I love it I love Lainey Luck the two turns party unicorn you've shared the ring with her a few times um she's had the unicorn head you've had the bunny head I don't know have you guys bat have you when you have faced off have you like battled with the heads not yet no <laughs> I feel like somebody's got to make that match now that I think about it I'm so protective of my rabbit head, though. Fair. I was like, it means so much to me, so I'm like, hmm, can't do anything with this. <laughs> Fair enough. Gotta protect the assets. Totally understand that. And you've stayed consistent with your look throughout this year, but with the new year soon approaching, do you plan on maybe reinventing yourself, or what can we expect from the BSB in 2023? Um, I definitely have some crazy ideas. I don't know what is going to be set in stone yet. Um, It's more towards merchandise um, because I've been a little bit more focused on that because I'm really, really happy with the look and everything I have right now. Um, I do have new gear on the way and it's a little bit different than what I've been doing. So hopefully I like it when it's done. (laughs) Um, So fingers crossed. Um, But more merchandise stuff. I think I'm going to step up side my box a little bit and do some different things you do a lot um, of stuff but... for yourself too like by hand like I know you I think you make like soaps and, and stuff like that too so like I'm excited to see what you put together I was like I just hope it's stuff that other people want I was like in my brain I'm like this is cool but it's like will this actually sell and is this what people actually care about so I'm trying to be like more creative but also think about other aspects of like is this going to be worth how much I'm putting into it? I'm so excited to see, obviously, what you put together going forward. You you said before you kind of like studying Japanese re- wrestling. What really captivates you about it? And like, which performers in particular do you find yourself maybe studying? Ooh, so I'm terrible with names. I will say okay. that. I know faces and looks. Sure. Um, and I do that with all wrestlers until I meet you <laughs> and like grow a relationship with you. Um, and I feel so bad about doing that stuff sometimes. So I'm like, I know your face, but your name does not resonate in my mind until you say it to me. Um, but I I felt like truly connected with Japanese women's wrestling because of like how hard they go I was like I have no other way to explain it I feel like they commit to every match and their cardio is great like in-ring cardio is like nothing else like I can run on the treadmill for 30 minutes but then I can get in the ring and run one spot and be like (laughs) it doesn't relate to like anything so I feel like I have so much respect to for those women in that aspect 
um, and then their creativity with their gear and then the spots that they'll do in the matches and then their facials are really really good at like expressing things and being so over the top that I feel like it's so easy to connect to and have like I I feel like I as a wrestler will have problems like watching a match and not trying to like analyze it the entire time and sometimes I'll watch like a Japanese woman's match and I was like I can actually like feel and be a fan for once and it's so much fun well I know too you've been taking drama in school and also learning Japanese for the last three years to kind of connect it to wrestling so I mean what are some other aspects of school that you really try to connect to wrestling um definitely the class I'm taking this year that I feel like has helped me out a lot um is my finance class which I originally wasn't going to take and it was just recommended to me and I was like okay I'll try it and I've really enjoyed it because it's helped me a lot with college Mm -hmm. um but they also built in more aspects of like how do you want to make money what is your plan and like giving me more breakdowns and I was like oh my god I kind of really enjoy this aspect of this and uh, it's made me think more critical of like everything that I've been doing. And like, I know this is a good investment, but how much can it take me and how far can I go with this? Um, and my teacher has been super great because I've been like, this is what I'm doing with wrestling. And we'll like stop with what we're doing in class and she'll get sidetracked with me and be like, oh, what about this? Or what about this? And she doesn't truly understand wrestling, but she wants to help and like make an impact in my career. And I've been very, very thankful for her. See, I was, this was actually kind of co-aligns with my next question because I was not somebody when I was in school, like my passion for wrestling was there, but I never like, disclosed it with with a lot of people but you're out here not only wrestling but also being a fan of the sport is that the dynamic the same in your case of just of like being afraid or you seems like you've embraced it in the school setting it's more like I never got a choice whether I hit it or not (laughs) um because like my middle school everybody kind of knew about it because it was like oh yeah that's what she's doing on the weekends and it was like normal and then my freshman year I had to tell my teachers because they saw me walk in with bruises and all that so they were like what's going on Mm -hmm. I was like oh I'm wrestling let me show you videos and then a lot of my teachers connected with it and I had um what, what was it called? A career options class. And she would just show the videos in class. So all those class people um, started to learn about it. And then I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing. You guys can know what I'm doing. So when people would ask me questions, I'd be like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, so everybody kind of knows now. Um, and I have became very good friends with my attendance counselor because she it's like, where are you going this weekend? Because uh, I would have to leave and check out all the time. And she just knows my name now. As soon as I walk in the office, she goes, mm, name, grade, got it all. Okay, I'm guessing you're traveling. Yep, okay. <laughs> She's like, I can't wait for uh, the high school I go to is Atherton. And she was like, you're going to be like the next shark Jack Harlow of our high school, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I mean, do you have maybe any music aspirations? 
I do enjoy some Jack Harlow. I went okay. to one of his concerts in Georgia, um, and I really, really enjoyed that. I'm a big Arden Jones fan. Mm-hmm. I really want to see him in concert. Um, do do do. Oh, love Blink One Eighty Two, of course, because entrance music and stuff. I'm gonna be sad for the day that I can't come out for to Blink One Eighty Two. It's going to be like. I need my music mm-hmm. back, please. <laughs> it gets me so hyped before my matches. I'm curious, do you have any like musical talent or abilities yourself? Um, I can play the flute actually. It's okay. been a while since I have. Um, but I know how to play the flute. Um, I did that in middle school for like all four years of middle school. And then when I got to high school, I was like, no, nah, I'm not a big <laughs> band kid. I'd rather go do this. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling takes over your life. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm fully committed to this. I know. And I, I mean, I guess you could also say you're kind of an entrepreneur, business owner outside of school. You're obviously the face of the big Starks brand, which I guess if you're going into business and marketing for college, that would absolutely be helpful for this. But obviously you strive to push people to their full potential. So I'm curious, can you tell us more about what a typical seminar looks like that's hosted by BSB? Um, so we bring in like a bunch of different talent and it's usually, um, friends that I've met along the way, um, or people that I truly want to learn from. So that's mostly what the seminars are ran for. And then I want to help people in my local area, um, most of the time, because I feel like I just want my area to grow and grow and be better and better, um, wrestling wise, because I feel like we can have something so great in like Jeffersonville, um, New Albany area, like the Kentucky, Indiana area. And I feel like wrestlers just need new people from to learn from. Um, we've had seminars from like ACH, Michael Bennett, Aaron Williams, and I feel like I've grown so much as a wrestler from all of those people um, because they all have different knowledge to share from their different experiences. Um, And I'm one of those people, I don't know why, I feel like I don't always gather all the information at once, but later on I'm like, oh my god, that made sense. I get what he was talking about. To be fair, like, I think, um, like, long-term memory and, like, short-term memory, it, like, takes a certain amount of, you can only retain so much, at least in your short-term memory and long-term, like, and plus you have so much on your plate right now, like, like, I can completely understand that. And you mentioned a few names in there. Who else in your life, obviously, Mouse has probably got to be one of them. Who else do you feel like in your life really pushes you or supports you in your journey to reach your full potential in your personal life and in wrestling? Definitely Mouse and my mom. Um, Mouse is probably the one who pushes me more wrestling-wise. Um, and my mom pushes me to just be a great human being in real life because there's times where I'm like, I don't want to be a real person. All I want to do is wrestle. Um, so she's definitely made me grow into like more of a mature person when it comes to like, if you want to move out, you have to think about this. What about this? What about your job? What about this? And then trying to like keep me more organized because um, I definitely get scatterbrained at yeah. times. Yep. I get um, it. So she helps organize my schedule and she's like, double check your time on this. This is, <laughs> this doesn't seem right. And I'll forget about like a time change or like the time zones. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh crap, you're right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I always have to double check, especially because, okay, so so right now, just whatever, getting off topic. Right now, the UK had their time change last week. Ours is not till this week. Um, And so, like, mm-hmm. theoretically, I have an interview with somebody in Paris later this week. But I had to, I'm glad I double checked because especially around this time of year, like- time <laughs> changes, time zones get all jumbled up because we're all in different cycles of the world. I, I saw daylight savings time on my my calendar and I was like, oh crap, <laughs> I need to go check everything right yes. now because I don't know if I calculated for yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, but you will be going forward in time at the end of the month as you officially compete in your first tour of Japan coming up later this month at TJPW where you will be facing Yuka Sakazaki for the Princess of Princess Championship. So, I mean, you said this was one of your things you've been keeping a secret for a bit. How did this all come together and how are you feeling heading into it? Um, So this came together. I got an email from um, Toki Joshi and I thought it was fake I honestly was like <laughs> oh my god another fake email mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. um, because there's times where I get like all these strange emails that yes. are like not real and I'm like just going through deleting them and I just opened it and I scrolled through and I was like ain't no way this is real <laughs> so I started like messaging them back and I actually didn't know I was going to wrestle Yuka until I think last week and they were like, oh, I think your match is going to be this. And I was like, oh, my God, because I had no idea who I was going to be wrestling. I just knew the time I was going to be there. Um, and I'm so excited about it. And they've been so easy to work with, with getting, like, my information and everything. Um, I was actually supposed to go a little bit sooner, but travel has been crazy. And I had to go to the consulate. Uh, consulate? words are hard Um, and the closest one to me is Tennessee or Chicago Um, so I traveled three hours today to go finish all my paperwork and then three hours back home and then I have to make that drive next week three hours there three hours back home and then get ready for all of that Um, but I'm so excited it's definitely been one of my dreams that I've been striving for for such a long time and having the opportunity to wrestle Yuka um is so crazy to me I was like I did not expect like crazy things on my first ever trip um but I'm very very excited I hope I put on a good show for everybody my mom's already trying to organize a watch party she was like oh we're gonna she's like I'm gonna throw a party while you're over there we're gonna get everybody over here I got it on the network we're gonna pull it up and I was like okay mom thank you There we go. We love a supportive family. It's a, it's a big opportunity for you. And obviously, you've learned Japan Japanese for the last three years. Obviously, your new style and look is an homage to Japanese female wrestling. So I feel like it was just all meant to be, to be honest. I'm, I'm so happy. And I feel like karma is treating me good right now. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Obviously, besides wrestling in Japan, too, you have that fascination and love for Japan. What else are you looking forward to or maybe planning if you even, barring time, obviously? Um, I'm excited to, like, 
I just want to try real ramen, like good, authentic <laughs> yeah. ramen. I am a crazy ramen person. My mom makes fun of me all the time. She was like, you eat those cheap noodles all the time. And I was like, and I've gone to like little ramen shops in Louisville and other places. And I'm just obsessed with that food. So she was like, I feel like once you get over there, you're going to eat ramen and you're going to cry when you come home and have to eat this. <laughs> Um, and I want to pick up like little gifts for all of my family and stuff and my friends who have supported me like so much through like my trip to Japan and helping me get prepared. So I want to bring back something special for all of them. So hopefully I have time to go like gather everything. Um, and I want to go see like the crazy cafes they have. Um, when Nick was over in Japan, he was sending me a Hello Kitty cafe that they yeah. went to. And I was like, this is so cool. Uh, and I saw something when Willow was over there, mm -hmm. like the parades and stuff yeah. they have going on. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this. I was like, I just want to go travel and explore. But hopefully I have time for that. And I'm not yeah. exhausted. <laughs> I was like, I've never been on a trip that long on a plane. So I feel like the time travel aspect of it might get me. But I'm hoping Maybe. not. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I don't know how I would fare. It's got to be at the very least like 18 hours I would think because I think Australia is like 24 hours I think it takes to get I would assume it's at least probably around that ballpark it's probably <laughs> gonna be crazy and it was it was weird because on like my ticket for the flight it was like lunch and dinner uh like provided and I was like what and I was like oh crap it's because of how long this yeah. flight is they gotta feed me so I don't starve mm -hmm. So we wish you nothing but the best of luck and safety on the flight because this is going to be a freaking awesome match and your first official tour of Japan, hopefully not your last. Um, I'm excited. It's kind of a full circle thing for you. I feel like you kind of maybe manifested it at the beginning of the year. And now it's like actually coming true, you know, so the, sometimes the stars align. I completely agree. And I feel like manifestation is real. People make fun of it all the time. But I was like, when you keep saying things, mm -hmm. people hear these things and they want to help you and achieve your dreams. I know. And as you, as we round out things here in 2022 is coming to an end. So 2023 is coming up very shortly. Obviously, maybe a second tour of Japan is on it. But what are some of your personal or professional goals you'd like to accomplish next year? Um. So I want to move out and start doing all that thing on my own um, and start taking more wrestling trips on my own because it feel, feels weird. I was like, I'm starting to get away from traveling with Mouse every weekend. Um, so I'm starting to adjust to that. But I would also love to go to the West Coast more. Um, my goal for next year is to try to become part of Defy if I don't get yes. scooped up and go mm -hmm. somewhere else. Um, as long as I'm on the independence still, I want to make it out to the West Coast more. I love the scene they have going out there. And, and New York. I have so many friends. I was like, yes, yeah. add more states to my map. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want that boy full one day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you've wrestled you've wrestled around New Jersey, basically the states all around it. I mean, New York is right there, the tri-state area. So 2023, Billy Starks. New York, whether I'm not from New York City, but just New York in general, book Billy Starks in 20. We're starting the campaign early 2023 
ex Billy Starks, ex New York City. We need to get it. I'll see you guys then. <laughs> uh, but Billy, thank you so much for joining me here today. Before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? All of my social media is at Billy Starks, B-I-L-L-I-E, and then Starks is S-T-A-R-K-Z. Billy, thank you so much for joining me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. And again, congratulations on all all the shit that you're doing. You absolutely deserve it. And like I said, it's actually kind of scary how good you are. And you are light years ahead of like just from where you are right now. It's absolutely crazy. You deserve everything. Thank you so much.